0: Welcome to What Was That About? A show where we talk about all things pop culture. I'm Sophia. And I'm Kate. Today we're going to discuss Midnight's, Taylor Swift's newest album. Okay, so before we get into the details, Kate, first impressions. Okay, so when I first listened to it, like the first time I listened to it, I was laying on my bed at like 9 o'clock. Like, first of all, Spotify was not loading. It crashed as it does every single time a new Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. album drops. Which, Spotify, get it together. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but I had to work through that whole thing, which was very dramatic for me, because as a preemptive, me and Sophia are both intense Swifties. Swifty is the um, official term for her fans. So that's, that's a little preemptive. So it came out at midnight Eastern time, but 9 o'clock here, which great part about living on the West Coast. But anyways, it wouldn't load. But I was laying on my bed, blasting this music, just like, Taking it in because we haven't gotten new Taylor Swift content in two years. Yeah. Which isn't, obviously, for some people who are fans of different artists, that's like only two years. That's crazy. I know. But having a new album and having a new era, it was just like, oh my God, this is so good. But also some of it was kind of weird. <laughs> The entire album has now very much grown on me. Like, I love all the songs, but there was some stuff she had never done before. And, like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, this is good, but it's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's see. First time I was listening to it, I was listening to it with my little brother. Mm-hmm. And we were in a room by ourselves. We had the computer just sitting in front of us. And it wouldn't load either. So then I just, oh like, God. copied, without actually clicking on the album, I said, "Copy a playlist. And then that let me play it. Because it Ooh. wasn't like the same action uh, on that specific album. Smart, smart. I was just yeah. Anyways, that was a nice moment. But I completely agree. The first time I heard it, I was like, "This is good. I like it, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't love all the creative choices she made. Yes. Like some of these songs are really weird. And now some of those songs are my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, on the album. I totally agree. So
0: because I've been obsessively listening
1: to yeah. it for the last two weeks,
0: and I think that really is, a, is a, an a testament to um, Taylor Swift as an artist. Because I feel like this is a very common phenomenon with her music um i feel like in so many situations i've listened to her album the first time and i was like i don't know how i feel Reputation. about this situation. no literally <laughs> but we're not getting into that because i have um <laughs> lots of thoughts I have, and feelings We'll share. i later. have uh, i'm really bitter about that anyways but with midnights i and just very much with taylor swift albums you listen to it the first time and like there's a, always going to be a song you love immediately but for the most part you're kind of like. I don't know how I feel about this. And then you start listening to it obsessively because, of course, you do. Yeah. And then all these songs that you at first were like, I don't think I like this, you end up loving. Yeah. A great example for me on this album specifically is Midnight Rain. Oh, interesting. Midnight Rain, I think, was probably one of the songs at the bottom of my list, my first time listening to it but now that i've started listening to it i didn't love it but i really like the song now like at first i i probably was one of the few songs i would skip on this album and now i would intentionally listen to it which i think is very interesting how my thoughts on the songs develop as i listen to it more
1: yeah, I agree. Midnight Rain is still kind of like a medium for me. Yeah. But I do like it more. Yes. But I definitely feel that way. There's the song Labyrinth and at first, yeah. at first it just felt like really slow and just like not memorable and now I really like it. Yeah. And again, I could choose
0: to listen to it. Yes, I agree with that. Um, What is your top song?
1: That's really hard. Okay. I'm going to give you my top three for okay. right now in... No specific order. I think anti hero, mastermind, and lavender haze. Okay. How about you?
0: I agree with that. Um, very first time I listened to it, I loved this song, and I think this is what like is my top song. Um, although I love all the songs, so this is not really like in a testament mm. to like this is the best one on there. Mastermind's one hundred percent my favorite song. I love that song so, good. so much. And as as someone who it has always been very much a I'm. I'm, I. I, I, That would be the way to describe it. But I am a hopeless romantic. I love planning things, and like Mm -hmm. this, there's this whole idea of like, like I'm a mastermind. Like all these things that you thought were an accident were intentional, and that's why we're together. That's why you fell in love with me. I love that. I love that. And there was actually this. There's a really funny trend on TikTok right now. And it's like these girls and, and Mastermind is like playing in the background and basically on the screen is a written out story of like how they got their boyfriend or how they got their girlfriend or like their significant other in this like elaborate way. Like mm-hmm. like I saw this really funny one and it was like I started um, posting these very intentional posts that um, had to do with with the guy like interest and then he he started like DMing me about them and then we started talking and now we've been dating for five years or something like that. And obviously in in some cases that's kind of like don't be slightly, old, toxic. slightly toxic unless that's actually an interest you have but i just i've i've been getting entertainment out of that and like yeah there's a level where it's like there's a line from a so- the song that i really like hold on i'm gonna go look up the lyrics really quickly here while you look up the lyrics i'll just share my thoughts
1: i completely agree i just like love the idea of like her being a mastermind me being a mastermind even not in a romantic relationship yeah but just like in every situation of my life love To have an elaborate plan for how something should go and then to have it be perfectly executed.
0: Yes. That is just the most satisfying thing ever. I I feel that it's like it's not even just like in a romantic way, it's just like it's in the sense of like, I'm a planner, I like things being planned, I like know I like you know I I like like to know how
1: something is gonna go. I like to want something to go a certain way, I like to plan for it to go a certain way. And then I like it for it to go perfectly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the line that I really loved is, "You see, all the wisest women had to do it this way because we were born to be the pawn in every Never lover's loved. game." I love that because it's kind of it's kind of saying like, um, women, especially women who plan, especially like smart women, are kind of born to not be the main character, not be the person who executes yeah. the plans, who who is the game master. Yeah. 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 But. It's these um, the wisest women. These women are taking control of their lives, and now they are the masterminds. Yeah. They are because, the, the game masters. Because
1: usually in the romances, it's the man sees the beautiful maiden yes. and he executes the whole plan to get her. And but really, really, maybe she's behind it the whole time. Yeah,
0: maybe she's the person. You... What if she's the mastermind? Yeah, exactly. And I love that idea. It's just, like, so perfect. It's a very good a testament to, like, what it feels like to be a woman who, who who like, in, to an extent knows she's a smart woman and knows she's good at planning and mm-hmm. knows how to execute these things, but doesn't always get the credit she deserves. And I would say that 100% Taylor Swift is a mastermind. I mean, yes. if you've seen the way she markets, if you've seen the way... Oh, my God. She, Taylor
1: Swift is a capitalist I mean, genius. I
0: if, if Taylor Swift was a it's man... Amazing. was amazing. If Taylor Swift was a man, the world would be... I mean just as a woman she has done so many amazing things and like and, and worked the music industry the way that like that um women are often not able to. Yeah. And so I feel like mastermind is an, an a credit to that. And I and I know that we just talked about how deep this song is but and maybe you're thinking oh it's probably not that deep. But li- if you have not listened to it like listen to it listen to mm-hmm. the lyrics and think about like how it applies to you because I love that song. Yeah. There. Yeah. The other tidbit that I loved that was a connection to um to to history was oh my
1: god I'm only cryptic Machiavellian Machiavelli- because they I can't K- okay
0: I also wanted to tell our history teacher about that me too that, but me we too. we should actually tell him today no
1: I just like when I heard that I'm like English class history class boom boom
0: like no literally for okay and so for those of you who don't know who Mach a Machiavelli yeah, I mean. is he was a renaissance author who wrote a book about how to gain and maintain power and it was basically like it's it's the harsh reality behind many politics yes but it's like and we we had a whole discussion about it in english and then about a week later this album dropped and i'm listening to it and like i'm only cryptic and machiavellian because i can't and i was like oh my god i have to tell mr uh, Peters. yes
1: and then i and then and then i never did
0: but yeah but in my mind i was thinking about telling mr Peters. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like you know people joke about like oh taylor swift doesn't connect to every like you can't possibly connect taylor swift to anything but literally there's so many things where i'm like that's taylor swift reference even though it's not a taylor swift reference it's a reference to a historical event or a literary thing and i'm just like taylor swift taylor swift taylor swift, taylor swift. she's taken over my life um in a good way though in a positive way um another song i loved was karma okay yeah that
1: one, that one I definitely started out liking, and it's grown on me a little bit, mm. but it's it's like a happy medium,
0: you know? It's never yeah. going to be my
1: favorite, I but it's a really solid song. I'm never going to be annoyed to listen
0: yeah. to it. I, I really liked Karma because I liked the message of yeah. Karma. Like, I liked the words. So, Karma's kind of like, Taylor Swift has a lot of, the, like... The Reputation era was her whole era of, like, all these people who have done me wrong are getting karma. Like, yeah, karma's a—I can't say that word on the radio, but, you know, that whole idea. yeah, And, like, karma's coming for you. And this song very much gave me, like, kind of self-growth vibes. Yeah,
1: yes, I'm saying the same thing everyone else is— gonna get karma but in like the most positive i am just living my best life and so it's coming for you i know that but you like don't even hold a grain yeah. of thought what, in my mind
0: what's so funny what i really not funny but yeah. what i loved about the song is she's kind of being like i like karma Yeah, like i'm I, doing great i have a good relationship with karma because i don't don't do bad things i have yeah. good karma she's, like karma, karma is, is a cat in my lap i purring because um, it loves, loves me, me. It's like karma likes me because I, I have good karma because I have put good yeah. energy out of the universe. But karma doesn't like, like you because you've done negative things and you've put bad energy out like, of the universe. It's like karma's on your
1: scent. Karma's going to track you down. Yeah. Like, karma's a cat, but it's a cat that likes me. Yeah. Or like karma is my boyfriend. Like, yes, I've had... Honestly kind of literal interpretation, but, like, yes, I've had bad boyfriends, but now I have, like, the most wonderful boyfriend yeah. ever because I've been through it, so I'm just living So I have life. good
0: karma. And I kind of love that like, take. Yeah. I love that take on karma because I feel like it's, it's not like you have bad karma, like, you're going to go down. It's like, I'm doing great. It's like, I have good karma. I have a good relationship with karma because I have done the work to get good karma, but maybe you don't have good karma, and maybe you have to be worried about karma, but I don't That's have That's on to you. Be. Yeah, and I, I kind of love that because it's kind of like... So um, Sophia will understand this reference, but nobody else on the radio will understand this reference. It reminded me of a conversation we had in English class about can you um, um, have, good have good revenge. And it was a very interesting discussion. We learned a lot about people. I think um, my teacher said that people are now afraid of me. Um, you know, sorry, English class. I'm not gonna get any of you. I just was just thinking that, like, yeah, I think a person can commit good in revenge. In some but... ways,
1: the perfect revenge is just to have yes. good karma and to that's... be doing perfectly off, and then be so above it all. And if it comes and gets the bad people, then that's on them.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, and I, I, I think that that was like a fun little like that's tidbit. Good. Um, but I think that this album really. It was it was very different than a lot of her albums. Absolutely, it was one of the Hits shortest. Different. <laughs> okay, I'm so sad that that's not on Spotify. It's Different was a um, bonus track that you had to get a special CD to, or vinyl to hear. So, whatever. But <laughs> the thing that I thought was interesting was normally Taylor Swift albums are like 20 songs. This was one of her shortest albums. It, it, it's her shortest album. It's 13 songs. She does have a bonus album with seven other songs. So, yeah. like,
1: and I'd say four of them are acceptable to listen yeah. to.
0: Um, and I th- I thought this was very interesting. It also shows kind of like growth, as well as just the fact that like, can we like step back and talk about how insane Taylor Swift is in the sense of how much she has done in the last two years? So yeah. So obviously we did say we haven't gotten new Taylor Swift content in two years, but a little timeline: twenty summer of twenty twenty. Um. Taylor Swift release releases folklore. Yes. So we're like, okay, cool. We probably won't get content for like three years. We were very wrong. December of twenty twenty, we get Evermore. Then spring of twenty twenty one, we get we get Fearless Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. So she re recorded um Fearless and Vault tracks. So tracks that she wrote but didn't get on the um, final cut of the album. And then fall of twenty twenty one, she released she released Red, she Taylor released version. Red Taylor's version. So, within two ye- years, she, she released four albums. Yes, were two of them re-records, but were there new songs on them? Yes. And were there new music videos? And did she have to re-record all of them? Yeah. So, in two years, she releases four albums. And then 2022 happens, and she doesn't release anything all year. And we're all kind of like, Ugh. we keep like all these different theories about like when the next Taylor version coming, out, when the next Taylor version coming out, then... She announces she's releasing a new album and everyone's like, "Oh <gasps> my god." And sh- so, that means all year she's been working on a new album. And and then yeah. and then there's all these hints that make it seem like she's going to be releasing yeah. speak, all these Taylor's versions. Speak but Now, Taylor's, speak Taylor's now specifically. version could be coming out yes. in like
1: 12 days. Yeah,
0: no, literally. And the other thing that I think is really interesting actually is she announced she's going on tour, the era, right? It's, it's called The Era's Tour and that makes me
1: think the by the era's time tour, she starts touring, we're going to have multiple more Taylor's
0: versions. Which would make you think, so The Era's Tour, so the idea that Taylor has eras is like, she has her country era and that's like her first three-ish albums. Mm-hmm. Then she has her kind of pop era and that's that's red. That's red. Was kind of the transition from country to pop. It's like yeah, red, 1989.
1: Nine. Then reputation, reputation is a whole other era. Reputation
0: is a different era, but it's it's definitely still in her pop genre. But it's, it's a completely it's a, different. It's era. a new era.
1: It's a new Taylor.
0: And then and then we have um, lover, lover, and that's like her like happy la 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 era. And like, then we have the folklore evermore era, which is like, folky and like, like
1: coastal grandma, but on in a forest.
0: Yes then and and then we have midnight's and midnight's is um it's it it's kind of like if, it feels like it was the era that was supposed to be between reputation and lover but just never was but it didn't happen and for whatever reason and who knows if this if this album was written before mm-hmm. lover or what happened mm-hmm. who cares we have it now and so but the eras tour she's going on tour this spring and summer so where she's going to be performing songs from all of her eras, all of her albums, which means she probably needs the right to the rights to all those songs and albums, which would imply she will be have recording lots of Taylor's versions mm-hmm. in the next few years Yes, I or next like few months. Kind
1: of a rabbit hole, but did you see the short where she's like obsessed with 13? Like, Ye-
0: well, she is obsessed with yeah, 13. no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. But
1: in the speak now dress, like, hello, does that is that not? Literally, like the absolute flag that Speak Now could be coming out like thirteen mm. days later, or on like November thirteenth or December thirteenth. Okay, 13th the, or the one thing 1 is etc. Here's et cetera. the
0: here's the thing is um so there's actually a whole thing. So I saw a whole TikTok about this. So in the Bejeweled music video, oh my god, there's yes. so there's she goes into an elevator. Mm-hmm. The elevator buttons correlate color and number to her albums. So the first floor she goes onto is the third floor. The thir- her third album was speak now mm-hmm. and the button is purple mm-hmm. and then the second floor she goes on to is the 13th floor that button is purple do you want to know what her 13th album would be including the Taylors t- the two Taylors versions she released in? Speak it it would be speak now Taylor's version so that's the yeah. little theory. yeah and yeah. also and then in the on the 13th floor there's a clock and the clock hands are pointing to 12 16. do you want to know what 12 16 is the 16th of December do you want to know what day of the week that is a Friday that's quite the rabbit hole. And If you don't care about Taylor Swift, you're like, probably, what are these girls talking okay. about?" But as a Swift, as someone who's grown up, have you would you say you've grown up as a Swiftie?
1: Generally, yes.
0: Yeah, and I w- I would say that I would say the same thing. Like ta- Taylor Swift's first album came out in 2006. I was born in 2007. Yeah. And my m- mom listened to Taylor Swift with my sister like when it when that first album came out, I mm-hmm. believe. Um and so when I was born, I was born into a household that was already listening to Taylor Swift, even though it was some even though at the time she was some random girl from Tennessee who was making songs that my four-year-old sister kinda liked. Um like when Fearless came out, I think Fearless was really truly when me and my sister became Taylor Swift people because I have distinct memories of driving of riding in the backseat of the car to the preschool and my mom like playing. Fearless obviously I've been a Swiftie my entire life, but I haven't been old enough to appreciate like album drops and you know, actually get into it. And then, yeah. and when Folklore and Evermore came out, I was kind of in my, like, Taylor Swift regression. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. was, like, I think everyone has to go through it a little bit. Like, you love Taylor Swift so much, but, like, there, there's You're a like, point where your hyperfixation kind of, like, is, like, okay, I need, like, a little break. Mm-hmm. And that was, I had, like, a two-year kind of regression, which, where I still listen to it, but, like, not as much. But then Folklore and Evermore came out, I started listening to it more. But I never, like, was, like, so into a mm-hmm. drop. But then when this one came out... I was so into it. Because I have, like, re-reclaimed... re reclaimed my taylor swift like love and re-entered the the swifty community and everything this when this album drop came i finally felt like i was like a part of it i was watching all the instagram updates i was a part of all the like rabbit holes and theories that were going on like i obviously wasn't making any but i was watching all of it happen (laughs) on social media and getting to like experience a drop is it was so cool. It was so cool, and also it, it kind of just makes you feel like you're a part of this like community because obviously at this point Taylor Swift's a very 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 popular mm-hmm, artist, very mm-hmm. basic to listen to, which is okay. It's okay to like basic music, but it 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 just felt like like I got to share this love for this like <laughs> millennial woman who wrote who writes amazing music with with a large group of people, which is just yes. a cool experience. Yes, I completely agree. Um and. Taylor Swift is my hashtag comfort millennial. (laughs) (laughs) By
1: saying hashtag comfort millennial, you're making yourself a hashtag comfort millennial. No, I'm
0: not. I I just said I was born in 2007. I'm not a millennial. I have so much love for Taylor Swift. I know.
1: No one is like a better... There cannot be a better musical artist than Taylor Swift.
0: Every sense. She's just truly like... She's the representation of the music industry Mm -hmm. and she's the representation of a woman who, who figured out how to... Use the music industry in in a in a way that men have been using the music industry for years, and she's like capitalist
1: genius. And it's not and before. it's not
0: because she's like a better like I mean it's not because she's a better artist than any woman, even though she's definitely one of the best artists ever mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah, but I think it's because she kind of just has this like a little there's a little bit of a rage inside of her, and it's just like <laughs> and she needs to like. Go out and create, and I think it's just really awesome that she has just. Oh, and the other amazing thing that Taylor Swift did with this album is she became the first artist ever
1: so hold all ten
0: to to hold all, all ten, ten spots, spots on Billboard Billboard Top Ten, and the first time in history ever, not there a single hasn't been a man, ban. not a single man has showed up on the Billboard yeah. Top Ten,
1: and it's like the most streamed album in a day on Spotify release, etc.
0: I mean, it's. It, it's just record breaking. She is a she and she always does this. She's always makes record breaking albums and it's it's astounding. She's a
1: mastermind. I, I like
0: I don't understand how time and time again she can just like Yeah. She
1: keeps doing
0: it. It's remarkable. It's truly remarkable and so impressive. And and I think at this point, if you are still a silly person who is hating on Taylor Swift you need to grow get up. over it you need to grow she up she has
1: done every genre she has done everything if you cannot find a like, single taylor swift song that you wouldn't mind listening to you have not tried her
0: and i'm not saying that you have to be a crazy fan but i think what i am saying is no i i don't think i can take anyone seriously who looks at me and says that taylor swift is a bad artist or doesn't deserve the um praise she gets because you can say that you don't you, you can say that you don't in like enjoy, enjoy her music, music. That's okay. Like not everyone, not everything is for everyone. Like not everyone's going to enjoy it. But saying that she's not a good artist or saying that she doesn't de- deserve the praise she gets, I think that's where y- we run into issues. Yes. So, moral of the story, uh, Taylor Swift, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you with all of my heart. Spoiler I'm going. Alert, to, I'm going. Like I'm it. going to send this to Taylor Nation this episode. <laughs> So maybe she'll listen to it. She probably won't.
1: But it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine.
0: (laughs) This was What Was That About? I'm Sophia. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge.
1: Thanks for listening.